Welcome in to Envision Shape Create. I'm Sunny G. And I'm Willie J. Stara. We have a very, very special installment for you tonight. And keep in mind, we are recording this here on Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday! And we are just having a nice time, um, reconnecting, talking Mm -hmm. about upcoming vacations treating ourselves yes and um drinking some fruit smoothies oh yeah and having a blast so we of course just like our other episodes we have our herb of the week and we've got our health tip of the week but we also have some other great things to talk about this week as well some topics that we've kind of teased out throughout some of our um, episodes prior to this yes and this topic Our focal point for this episode is something that has been near and dear to Willie J. Stara's heart for, I would say, throughout the course of our of our podcast, at the very least. Yeah. And I think that it's um, the more that he's talking to me about this concept, and this is a new concept for me, the more I'm intrigued, the more I'm interested and the more I'm thinking that this is something that I should be open to incorporating into my life as well. Now, if you haven't guessed what it is that we're talking about yet, based you off of our five food, hints. <laughs> you get five hints. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco. Seis. That's right. And it's, uh, what is it? Let's take it away. Take it away, Willie really, So we are going to be talking about tonight, our tribe five. And I love this because over the years, you know, you always hear you're only as good as those in your top five. But what I've learned from that is that can be a variation of things that can be when that's normally associated with it. That's normally because people are talking about those that are doing things business wise or some kind of a partnership with multitude of people. For me, I feel like the Tribe 5 represents, and it can vary from person to person, but you need a few sound, solid people in your space. And as you're getting older, as I'm getting older, I appreciate quality over quantity. Yes. And so the beauty of it is instead of having 10, a Tribe of 10, you need a Tribe of 5 because A, it's an odd number and B, it allows you to see a lot of different perspectives while gelling things together for yourself. So the first part of a Tribe 5 to me is you want to to figure out who you're connected with, not who you always can relate to. Because relatability doesn't always mean you're going to agree. And so you need people that sometimes you can connect with on various levels. Like for me, I got some friends I can connect with about food. I got some friends I connect with about vacations. I have friends that I connect with um, about mental health or we, we talk therapy or just different experience. I got friends I talk to when we're talking about sex. And so when you're having these conversations, I got friends I talk to when we're, we're talking uh, pop culture or, you know, any of these topics. You sometimes have to have your variation of people you go to for different things because you know the perspectives that you're going to vibe on with those wavelengths. And so as you find that person you connect with, again, it's not about the relatability. You can have common interests because I think over the years as well, my perspective has been you want people that you can find you relatable to. 
And sometimes that relatability could be a hindrance from where else you're supposed to go when we talk about elevating the connections and going in different places. For example, I'm going on a great vacation very soon in a state I've never been in. I have to be open to the people I'm going to connect with while I'm there, as well as I can't settle and say, well, I have to have my tribe of me being in Cleveland, but then when I need to go travel somewhere else, I have no other friends or no other people in my tribe. I'm not saying you get multiples of tribes in your in there, but if you need to add some people in or move some things out, you still need to have a base. So maybe you create some new friendships in those states. They don't have to necessarily be your tribe, but you have to figure out what your tribe looks like because you don't want to be in a space either, especially for me, I, I've seen this, where you've been around people that are more yes people or folks that don't mean anything to you. I watched it. I'll give a great quick example. I was on vacation and I was in California and I had a great time with my friends and I met some of the people that she met. And funny enough, I'll tell you what how it connects back to food in a minute and why for me, that's a no-go. Especially when you talk about food. One thing about me to listeners, Future listeners, listeners listening at this very moment, do not play with me in food. That's the quickest way to never get a phone call from me or an email. Don't play with me with food. If we're doing something, you need to make sure that happens. If we need to edit those plans or adjust, you need to say something. Right. So they go. Accountability. Oh, the accountability is real. That's a key. Your person, people in your tribe five have to hold you accountable as well as you holding them accountable. So that's where I said to you, too, you have to get people that are relatable, not relatable, but relatable in your connections. Yes. So can help you gel it. They can gel it together, together with you. Yeah. But you're not always on the same agreeability. Because right. just because I relate to you on a topic don't mean I agree with you. We are connecting on different vibrations. So right. that is where, again, you want that connectivity there. So, yeah, I need that friend I connect with because they're going to hold me accountable. Absolutely. If you're not having genuine connections, too, you're going to read and feel that. You can see it. And I saw it. And so, again, I may be from outside looking in, but I'm not jaded by no California. I like the sun. It's good. The people are cute there, whatever. But I come from Cleveland. Absolutely. So, this is a beautiful space. It's a great time. Shout out to Tyra Mail. I had a great time there. I couldn't stop yelling at the ice cream she has. Her, uh, her, her ice cream or Tyra Banks ice cream. Oh my gosh, amazing. I've got to try it sometime. But I I agree. I'm not like, you know, oh, I don't have, you know, rose-colored glasses on about California. Anything. It's more so the opposite these days. Oh, you have to be alert and pay attention. Yeah. Look at the attentions the first time, not twice. Right. So we're sitting there, we're talking there like, yeah, so, um, Willie, we're going to do this big thing. We need to welcome you to California. And I'm there for a couple days. We need to welcome you while you're here. Hang out. We're going to cook for you. We're going to do some some food. I don't know if they was doing tacos or not, but it was supposed to be like a Taco Tuesday thing as well. Uh, it's going to be food. Y'all was cooking some stuff to welcome me in. Okay. I'm open to it. Back of my head, I don't know. This day one and done with me, though. Comes around. You know what? Yeah, um, tell Willie we got to adjust. I ain't know so-and-so was going to be here. I got to make other plans. Now, while y'all agreeing to stuff, they check no calendars. Why are but you, you trying to tell me? Going out of your way. Exactly. Then it becomes an insult. Exactly. Because you've, you've flipped it all the way upside, upside down and into an insult. So pay attention. It's not so much what people say. It's what they do. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is why I say, too, the relatability. Oh, I like you because I relate to you. Uh-uh, uh-uh. 
I like you because we have a connection. I'm a I, I'm 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 building something because we connect. Right, and is you know as you're saying that, my initial thought is <clears throat> relatability shouldn't interfere with authenticity. Ooh, and that's, that's a what word. you're saying. That's what you're saying. That's it's it. like this idea of don't base the whole thing in terms of your tribe five on who you relate to. You might change in a different season. You might become something bigger, something stronger, something brighter, better than you were before. And you don't want to dim yourself down just to continue relating because that's what you have as the foundation of one of these connections. One thing Reese Witherspoon said, Reese Witherspoon said years ago that I love. She said, I had to stop being relatable because that made me likable. Right. And with me being likable, that made people not vulnerable. Yeah. And that made people not uh, care for me well. Or, or I couldn't hold them accountable the right way because I needed to be liked and relatable. Right. She's like, I realize I like that I'm not liked. It's kind of nice to not be liked. Yeah. You have the freedom to be yourself. And you so, don't have to live up to their standards. You can just live up to your own. Yeah. And that was an epiphany I love when she said that because I was like, oh, that's absolutely right. Okay. So let's move into the next part. So for myself, like I said, I got friends I travel with with different things or I have friends for different different spaces. In the tribe, you need to definitely have some friends that are, or a friend rather, in the tribe. Another trait that I think is great to have in there, people that are moving in different areas of their lives than you because it allows you all to keep it going. So you want folks that sometimes have a common thread. It doesn't all have to be you all like to eat the same food, but maybe it's you all are entrepreneurs. Right. So you got different friends that are doing different things in different levels. Or you got some that are bosses and they're running different organizations or companies or, or um, a food drive, anything. But you want some people, but what that common thread for it is leadership. So you got some friends in there leader. Now everybody has to be leader in a group, but you want a few that have commonality sometimes because it's great to have a plethora of friendships. I'm not knocking that. But in your tribe five, you want some that have common threads because more than not, a lot of those in your tribe five are going to connect back with you and getting in sometime the same room. So I've had people in my tribe five all in the same room at the same time. And they all have different parts of me. Yeah. And so that's where, again, too, you have to be able to have your tribe five. They don't have to like each other. But it's about that respect. And it's about you all having a common thread. So if the common thread is I love, they love Willie. We're going to do what we need to do, put things to the side or whatever to make sure I'm okay first. So if it's like, hey, we love Willie J. Star, he's the bomb. We're going to do this. We're going to have a great time. His event's going to go good. Or, you know, we're going to support his film. Boom. And for myself, I love that because it's allowed me to enjoy my Tribe 5 because all of them are doing various things. And it just happens to be all of them are all entrepreneurs. That's one of our common threads. That's wonderful. In there. Yeah. So that's a good one. Next. Um... I feel that another trait you should have in the Tribe 5 is, and this for me, is big. Because a lot of my friendships, I started getting were in college. And a couple of them are in my tribe. And so, when I say that, don't worry about the years. Years don't count. The years don't count. Because I have some friends, like me and a very close friend I've been friends for over 30 years, who's in my tribe. But... What happened and what I love about it is 
as our friendship started growing from little kids to our 20s and to our 30s, we had to have uncomfortable conversations to allow us to grow and mature within each other. Yes. And to see each other as no longer this 12-year-old or 13-year-old or, or 15-year-old or 20-year-old. Because what we liked in our teens are way different in our, than our 20s and in our 30s. If the food we eat, the, the, the drinks we're drinking, the water we're doing, I exercise like crazy now. You couldn't have asked me to do that 10 years ago. Exercise for what? I had a personal trainer. Why? You know, these are things that would never have been a big priority for me. But I've learned that it's important. It is. Sip time. It is important. For me to have these conversations. And this is where I go back to what I said in the beginning on the first one. It's not about relatability. You don't have to agree all the time. It's a common thread. Switch up in a common thread. The common thread is respect for each other. Yes. Mutual. And like you said, uncomfortable conversations are a sign of respect. Yes. And we really have to start really opening our hearts and our eyes and our ears to this this reality that if someone is taking the time to have an uncomfortable conversation with you, they obviously love you. Because how easy is it to just blow someone off? Or to just, you know, you know, to stop talking to them or to just like pretend like everything's cool and then secretly just, you know, not want to have, you know, interactions or whatever, whatever it is. I'm saying there's a bunch of different ways that are much easier to go about handling either like an offense or yes. something that's bothersome or something that doesn't align in a friendship. But having those uncomfortable conversations is a sign of respect I think we have to really, in order to really be authentic inside ourselves and to become the strongest and best versions of ourselves Mm -hmm. and have those really strong, deep connections and those deep friendships and conversations, we have to allow ourselves to be uncomfortable. And and, and have grace as you're allowing it. Yeah. Because it's grace. It's not about digging your character, taking digs at your personality. No. Making you feel like you're less than. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely about you enjoying everything that there is to enjoy with life and to have <laughs> these meaningful friendships and connections with people that allow you to continue to grow. And I think that once you're able to do that, it, it really does, it, it strengthens it. Especially if it's, if it's, if you go in the space, and this is what happened to me a few years ago, probably about six, seven years ago, maybe eight. I stopped always wanting to be right. When I used to have conversations with people, I got to tell this because I got to get this off my chest. I got to tell you how I feel. I need you to know where I'm coming from about this. And you need to understand that I'm right and you wrong. <laughs> that would be my thinking, right? Yeah. And then one day it clicked. It, it clicked, y'all. Let me do it again. Clicked. So it clicked in a way where I said, you know what? When I have this conversation, I don't care who's right. I don't care who's wrong. I want an understanding. Oh, that's good. That's when, a way healthier when, way to... When we had an understanding, because your emotions are dialed back, you're actually logically hearing the person say things to you. And even if you quit, because I'm quick when I have a conversation with my friends, I sometimes jump over them. Oh, yeah. Not because I'm, or, but it's passionate. But it's also to think of I'm listening intently too. Yes. But you have to actively hear them. Yeah. And also, listen to how I say this, y'all. You have to hear them and then you have to hear them. That's true. 
So what I mean by the first hearing is you have to use your ears, your eyes, your senses to hear and look and see if you're in person, but also hearing even on the phone from the pitch of the tone. That is important. But when I say hear them, when you hear them, now you need to come from a space of how to emotionally speak back to them without having to feel like you're going to attack or having to be in a space where you can be passionate and disagree, but it doesn't have to get ugly where you're calling each other anything but yourselves and your names. Yeah, you're meeting them in the middle. You're yes. understanding that not only is your reality a reality, but their reality this is, ours is too. a reality. Yeah, and come to some sort of common ground in the middle. I'll give a good example. Uh, I'm going to use that friendship because it was great. Well, uh, two, actually. The first one was with my same friend I've had for over 30 years. She said to me, hey, you know, I was really stressed out last year and I really just needed a friend. And at the time I was making a film. And as I was making this film, um, I, it wasn't that I didn't think about my friend. I'm thinking in my head, I got a circle. Where's your circle? So that, that's what I'm thinking. But I also need to, I had to remember too, what I learned from that later on, I can't assume that you have a tribe because I yeah, got a tribe. Right, precisely. And so I didn't realize that because, again, for me, I have a soundboard when I'm off or going through something. I know who I'm calling, same vice versa. And so as we are smoothing through and doing our thing, I told her, I said, I didn't know you were going through that, but you also have to say that. Yeah. And so what happened was it took that accountability of us to finally say those things but not feel like you were saying it in a way where somebody had to feel guilty or take responsibility for that. We took responsibility for each other in that time. And so where they didn't say this and I said, this is what I needed. Then I heard this is what they needed. Yeah. And so now we've done better to consciously check in and say, how you doing? How are you, friend? Not just, did you get this done? And at the time, we were working on a project together. So sometimes I come as a friend, and then sometimes I come as the director or creative visionary. So it was a blend where you kind of had to meet me in the middle because I couldn't have my personal hat on every five seconds if I need to figure out, do I need to cut or do this? Or um, what t-shirt concept are we going to go with now for this look? I want to know the colors. And so we would do things, but it was... One big thing I'm going to tell you right now on this, if if it's beyond your scope, don't fake it till you make it because you want to go along to get along. That's what we did. And I didn't know, but I knew that's what she did. And when they did it, what happened was they hurt themselves more in the long run when they could have just said, no, this is too much for me to handle right now. I got a lot more on my plate than I can with this. Can I step away from this part of it, yeah. of this project? And I could have said to them, yes. And I understand and I love you. And I don't, because sometimes my friendship, they would know I would cut and clip if you weren't doing what you need to do in our friendship. What? Yeah. But I also understood that it's bigger than that because they have a life they have to manage too. Absolutely. And then when you come back around, you know, because hopefully We're it's better. like... Yeah, but hopefully when you come back around on a situation, whatever ends up happening, if it's a friendship, if it's a a business partnership or whatever, there's that final piece where we have to do that self-reflection in terms of, and it's the same thing like you mentioned, where it's like not everybody has a solid sounding board. Not everybody can see the vision and some people need more hand holding. True. So some people need you to actually go 
one through 10 through the steps of what it would take with them. Now, do you have the patience? Do you have the time? Do you, are you able to identify the needs of the people you're working with and be able to meet those needs? Yeah. Is it your responsibility? I don't know. But when we talk about like really, you know, gelling and solidifying these, you know, these relationships, these are things, there's always got to be that critical self-reflective piece. Yeah. And not even necessarily for the connection, even though it does definitely help yeah, the connection, yeah, yeah. but for yourself. Absolutely. With that ultimate goal of continuous growth and development and increasing your success it. rate with everything that you do. So Absolutely. It doesn't matter if the person was 98% wrong, quote unquote, you know, in terms of a situation and you were, you were mostly... You mostly were on the ball. It's like, mm-hmm. think about that 2% of what you and, the, you know, what what different things that you could change in a future thing to set yourself up more for mm-hmm. success as well. Mm-hmm. Just keeping that in the back of our minds mm-hmm. as we go. I'm not saying take the take the responsibility for other people's mm-hmm. things, but but think about what else what else can be done to. But, you know, um. And also, like we've talked about in other things, trainings are possible. So instead yeah. of instead of just being like, "Hey, this is outside my scope," you could say, "Give me a minute," as well. Like, let me let me brush up on this. I'm yes. not as well versed on this. I need a little bit of training. I need to figure it out. But you've got to keep those lines of communication open. Yeah, and say it. Yes. Yeah. You, the one thing I'm going to tell you all: you have to say it when yes. they should know. Stop saying they should know because that's the reason why you're going through what you're going. They should know. They don't know because you ain't said nothing. And keep in mind, some people, just being honest out there, listeners, some people, you can just say, hey, I need this and I need that and I need it to be done by six and they can do it. Exactly. So just keep in mind that... And the delivery is everything. There's all different types out there. So you need to know yourself as a learner, as a creator as a, someone who's a productive member of society you need to know what sort of supports you need and ask for them yeah. have a little bit of self you know self um i, I don't know like self-efficacy you okay. know make sure make sure that you're asking for what you need now, in self-preservation your, in your five yes absolutely i and okay so we're going to four four is what i think is very key um I do this often in mine, reflecting on who's in your tribe five each year. I heard Jamie Foxx say that a long time ago. He said each year he checks his circle and see who's in it, and he he tightens up the ship. Fair enough. He'll he'll, he'll clip people in yeah. the top of the year. He always does that because he say he needs to see who's around. Do I got people hanging around me for which reason, the purpose? Do they serve anymore in my life or do they not? Because one thing I want you to know. I got some friends that I didn't have for 30 years. I got friends I've had for five years. I got friends I've had since college. I got friends I've had that I might have known years ago, but we connected in the past few years, and it's even better. But I got some people I've only met in the past three years, and they're in my tribe. And so, again, it doesn't matter the amount of years you've had, but when we talk about reflection, you need to know how do these people in your tribe, how are they really supporting you, but how do they show up? For themselves and how do they show up for you is it impactful in helping in the betterment of where you're trying to go or is it idling and stifling and hindering your growth yes that is so, so important to think of are, where are you are at? these people inhibiting or supporting yes, that 
And it doesn't that's a matter factor. how long they've been there for. Because that could be the reason you don't have your breakthrough for what you need to get done. And you and it's really important to start viewing it like that. Start thinking of it at, in terms of that because it is that serious. Is there someone in your circle who is preventing you from the breakthroughs that you are destined to experience? Yeah. That could be vacations. That could be... Um, your job, that could be your career path that you're going after. The love after, of your life. The love of your life. All those things. There's blockages around for a reason. Okay, so you got that. I'm going to save the last one. I can't wait for that. I'm going to bring the last one in a little bit. But I, I want to kind of uh, gear shift in a little bit with this conversation. The tribe, it always is going to alternate in certain facets. But you'll have consistency around you. And so as you're getting these things around your space and as you're growing, example, I know what it is to be making a couple thousand dollars. Who is going to be in my tribe as I'm making a hundred thousand plus? Who do I want around my tribe then? I, I think I have a solid tribe now. I know I have a solid tribe right now. But I also know that money changes things. Circumstances and opportunities and situations. If your people are not lined up for those things and when it shows up, if they're not where they need to be and they start moving and switching up their spots, you have a problem. Yeah. What is your capacity, right? Like, oh, that's the thing. And we've talked about that a lot. We're going to keep talking about that. That's a common, that's a theme forever. And if your capacity, your capacity? is larger than someone else's, that is nothing personal. That's not your fault. And just remember, you know, just uh, one other thing I want to reiterate on that last point is vibes don't lie. So if you oh, have yeah. a feeling that so, even if you don't have any hard proof or evidence or whatnot, if you just feel like someone, even if it's someone you've known for a long time, if you're like, man, I don't feel like they have my best interests at heart. Or I, I feel like maybe they don't want to see me succeed or something like that. That's, you know, go with your gut, man. And that's true. It, it, and in addition to that, I'll give you an example when I went with my gut. When those people in California did not make that thing for me, I clipped all them off of my head. I knew they weren't around. They weren't no good. But I looked at that and I told my friend about that. I was like, I looked at them. I'm like, mm-mm. Things came like a month or two later. It all came out. People reveal themselves Mess. to you. Mess. If you're honest and you have integrity, Mess. people will reveal themselves to mm-hmm. you. And sometimes it takes a lot longer. Sometimes it's shorter. But I feel like the more authentic you are, the more authentic other people are just in. And I'm not saying be authentic so you can spot a fake a mile away. But I'm saying just be authentic so that you can have peace in your heart. And, yes. and know that you're doing a good job and you're, you're doing things the right. Best you can. And yeah. The best that you can. Yeah. But also, you you know, no disrespect, but there's no time for... For any of that. And if someone is going out of their way. Toxic mess. To prove to you or to show to show their true colors, don't don't turn a blind eye. That's right. Don't don't act like what you just saw wasn't what you saw. Because I I did that for a while. And what a couple friendships in particular, I had some that I had for like over twenty years. You know, we're talking about me in middle school and then going in, in college years and actually clipped a couple particular friendships. I, I clipped a couple friendships. And I'm so glad I did because they were a hindrance. I thought I needed them in my life. And I'll tell you what, I've had so much more peace with them now. 
And they knew when they had the, the, the awesomeness and amazingness of an icon such as myself in the friendship circle, but a part of their tribe. Because the difference is, and anybody who knows me that I'm close with, there's a difference, y'all. And I'll tell you, um, my trainer said something the other couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, you know, about a couple months or two. I sent somebody to them to work out. But it was the way that they said it to them. They was like, yeah, they don't really know Willie like that. They are all right. But I can tell from the way they're talking, they don't really know how he is. Because if you know me, you know that I will eat a bowl of tacos and I will get up and go do my workout. I will have a workout routine through that week somehow, some way. My friend the other night said something so stupid. I was cracking up to her. Hating. She said to me, she was like, so you basically eating all this food right here so you can go home, go ahead and work it out? Sure am. <laughs> I'm going to keep eating my wings. And I had uh, some other stuff at the time that I had like, some pizza. And I'm eating these wings and pizza. I'm going to enjoy every slice and have a good time. And not only that, but you also enjoy. Oh, I love it. You enjoy working out with your personal trainer. I he's, love it. He's your friend, and it's yeah. good. He's my. You you are enjoying. That's my you're enjoying right there, Eating man. good food, you're enjoying taking care of your body, enjoying spending time with your friend. You are enjoying your life, which is what you should be doing. And my and my friend says she sleeps like ninety five percent of the time. I'm like, girl, it, she needs to get on some stuff. She needs to get some vitamins, something in her life. Yeah. Child, you sleep that much. Your body got something going on. I've been there. I've been there. And I think it... There's some deficiencies going on in there. Or some depression or something. Then depressions and stuff. But listen, you're going to work yourself to death. And she works... She used to work all it too. Um, But also ginseng. Ginseng can also put a little pep in your step. I'm going to have to prescribe her some, American ginseng, yep. I got to tell her, girl, you need to get some of that in your life because your energy is lacking. Ashwagandha as well. Remember we talked talked about that. that. Yeah, but ginseng is definitely one that is is very helpful for energizing. But I've I've been there, Willie J. I've been where your friend was sleeping 90% of the time. Just really having a hard time getting up and getting going. And I think that... um, I think it really had something to do with uh, feeling a little little blue. Energy. That or Mm -hmm. being like... You know, just having some sort of, um, not having strong enough boundaries around myself in terms of uh-huh. what sort of energy I would allow into my space. Oh, that's good. And I'm saying even, even you know, um, you know, energy, you know, in my auric field. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not saying that even just yeah. like in my physical space, but yeah. I'm saying like in my energy field, you know, we are all pretty expansive. We expand out. It's not just our physical beings or whatnot. We all have a presence that we bring with us. And it's our responsibility to protect that. To Ooh. even just say something like, hey, I will only allow positivity and light and love. No negativity will is allowed to ba- like is allowed to permeate the space. All Absolutely. negativity is banished from my space. Absolutely. Because we don't know. I mean, not everything is like not all forces are seen. No. And I, I can't pretend to be able to diagnose, you know, uh, energetic you know, um, displacements. Nope. But I know, know what, what it feel. feels mm-hmm. like to feel like your life force is being siphoned out of you. And it's not pretty. And I think you have to do some sort of plugging. Yeah. You got to plug up the holes where things are leaking out in order to... And start dealing with them. Yep. And just and refill your own vessel with self-love. Remind yourself that you have everything you need to be successful and that you're not going to allow for any sort of energetic exchange that you don't consent to to continue to take place absolutely 
and and as you're, you know, as we were talking just a little bit ago within it, as you're allowing yourself to keep growing and going through things, it's going to get better for yourself because you will establish those boundaries and respect each other's boundaries. Because those in the tribe, it, it's not just a me thing. It's us. So how do I help you now in this spot? What do we do in this spot? You know, what? how are we elevating here? We met this goal. What are we going to do next? Yes. And everything that you're talking about is showing the signs of an empowered person. And being an empowered person, mm. we don't necessarily recognize how many people are out there. Billions of people are out there just floating through life. Viewing things as yep. whatever happens to me. Yeah. And I really encourage everyone out there to get firmer about what they will tolerate, what they will accept, and oh, what yeah. they will create for their lives. Ooh, because just because people are in your circle or you grew up with certain Does people or in a certain place, you know, I when you were talking, I was thinking about that whole thing. Like, and I know it's it freaks people out to hear it, but with friends like these, who needs enemies? If that is how you are, like secretly mm. or silently, like feeling about someone in your you tribe, go, it is time to do yourself and do them absolutely a favor. It's absolutely a freeing situation. There are people Please out there know that. who can vibe with you, and oh, there yeah. are people out there who can vibe with your friend who you don't necessarily vibe with anymore. Absolutely. So do yourself and your your old friend yeah. a favor. And I and, don't... And don't hold on to it. I don't, don't want you to feel like I'm heartless. I, I, that's not, I'm not no. trying to come off as heartless. It's nothing personal. It's about, you know, connection own thing. and support and about finding what's right for you. Yeah. And you got to have a balance because as you're doing that, you, you know, okay, I no longer can tolerate this, but I need to do this. I no longer can have this in my life, but I can have this in my life. And as you're distinguishing those things, give yourself permission and give your friend or those other people in your tribe permission to do the same. Because what you may realize is this may have been your crossroads. And I have some friends that I don't talk to all the time or even some people that were in my tribe. And I've had to let them go because they no longer serve a purpose and space in my place. And I didn't in theirs either. Yep. Someone, so, some people are in there for a lesson. Some people yep. are in there for a lifetime. Mm. And, and it's all okay. And don't forget that season. Yes. And so as you're doing it, I had some folks that I thought would have been in there for a lifetime and it turned out they were just a season. But what about when you revisit, you can great. always revisit later, you know, yeah. if you're continuously if it's changing your life yeah, if it's and needed. they're continuously doing self-development and self-growth, yeah. you might cut, you know, that's another thing is like, I think that when, that's true. when we're younger, we're, we're thinking things like, oh, done. life is like a path. It's one straight line. Yeah. But then we find out that it's more like. A spiral or, you know, or that sometimes you're, you're going inward and sometimes you're curling back out and then there's sometimes you're crossing and then you're coming back to the same intersection and stuff like that. It's not, it doesn't have to be that, you know, that concrete either, but you can give yourself and others permission to have the freedom to honor, honor their feelings, honor their and it's true. callings and things like that. No matter what you think the logic should be for the, them or what they think for you, sometimes that is the logic. Stop thinking what the other person thinks the logic should be and let it be what it is. I like, you said Reese Witherspoon. I like what yeah. she said. It yeah. was just very freeing. It sounds she, like she kind of she did. unhooked herself from did. the machine. Yeah. You know, she unplugged herself. She was like, hey, 
I want to live my life for myself. And if, if I'm disappointing myself, then that's a problem. If I'm disappointing some passerby who has no real idea of what my life is actually like, then that's that person's problem for not having their focus on themselves, which is the right focus to have, you know? And that's when she said she started getting a better sense of who she was as a person. Because she really had to understand, I am being like a robot. And I'm also not... Uh, one you're thing, not happy you're to not, that. Another thing that was very interesting, Alicia Keys recently spoke about how she was so nice about stuff and always being very okay and agreeable to stuff that she stifled parts of her career mm. that she wished she wouldn't have at oh, times. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. She and, and again, you have a talented musician. Oh, that happens all the time. All the, especially with women. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping yeah. that not so much as as much anymore as time is going on, but it is so true. And she said I had to start telling people like, "No, nah, I don't want this." I had to she had, I had to advocate and speak up for myself cuz she just wouldn't at times. And you could tell because even in some of the music, I'd be like, "The hell is this?" Is this really what you meant? Yeah. yeah is this like, really what you wanted to say? Or is this some water thing? Yeah, Yeah, the watered-down mess. Yeah. Like, what the heck is this? That's kind of the problem you run into when you're trying to appease everyone is that it really just kind of, um, the flavor gets lost. Yep. So what's your tribe like? What are they doing? And so the last one I want to give y'all. Wait, I can't give you the last one yet because we need to talk about an herb. Yeah, I was going to say, I just wanted to say this just because when we talk about all these these, um, situations we find ourselves in, and how, I'm going to be honest, and I hope, you, listeners, I hope you're not those people out there who are just kind of complacent. It is what it is. Yeah. This is what my life is going to be. Maybe I haven't achieved my dreams, but I'm too old or I'm too, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is, whatever sort of excuses or whatever that little voice inside of you is, is kind of fighting its way in, trying to dissuade you from your passions and your destiny through means of fear or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. you know. One of those things is like some of us like have pain in our lives for whatever reason. You know, I myself slipped on the ice a couple years ago. I broke my ankle. I wake up most mornings with pain in my ankle and I've just kind of gotten, you know, used to it or whatever. One of those things that a lot of people have just kind of figured is like, I'm just going to deal with the pain without like acknowledging that there are things out there that can be done to either lessen or absolve pain. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, the herb of the week, we've got hemp, right? Yeah. I want to talk about CBD specifically, which when you heat hemp, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about weed, but when you, when you heat the hemp plant to a certain temperature and you extract the CBD from it, there is certain pain relieving qualities. There's all sorts of different healthy, beneficial things that come of that. So I made this stuff, It's called I call it relief rub or whatever, and it's pretty much, it is hemp ex- heated to a certain temperature to extract the CBD in with lavender, in with olive oil. And I've been putting mm. it on my feet at night before going to bed, and I woke up pain-free for the first time in... In a long time, you know, and it was just, it was really awesome. And knowing that that's possible, um, knowing that you can make something in your own kitchen to help you if you're, you know, if you're having a problem to come up with a remedy and that's something that's out there that there's, there's, you know, different recipes and different, you know, workshops you can go to different things you can, that 
that healing is possible and that pain is not something that has to be a part of your life. And you don't have to, um, you know, subscribe to something that doesn't maybe necessarily resonate with you in mm-hmm. order to get that sort of pain relief or whatnot. So I just wanted to kind of talk to you guys a little bit about, uh, about CBD. And then the That's health tip of the week, we've got 10,000 steps. Getting in your steps every day. Anybody who's been on like Noom, um, which is this weight loss app that I felt was very, very helpful because it kind of expresses the psychology behind you know, different types of eaters, you know, or like reasons why we eat or if we overeat, mm-hmm. what sort of, um, you know, if, is there some sort of emotional response behind that? Talking about the psychology of food and food intake and stuff. But one thing I gathered from Noom was this idea of taking just 10,000 steps a day. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's different depending on where you're at on your health journey or whatnot. But I think just, and what is that? That comes out to maybe like five miles or something, but just moving around. And if you need to equate it to a certain number of steps, getting in your steps every day, those 10,000 steps every day, just keep moving, keep working, keep building. And it really does all go right hand in hand with the tribe five. Which leads into the last part of tribe five, the last trades. Yes. Celebration. If you can't celebrate with your Tribe 5, you need to get some more in there. My Tribe 5, we show up for each other. We celebrate each other. Um, they, will, they celebrate me. I celebrate them. I show up in their different spaces and places. And we literally do show up. And what I noticed about that, especially with my Tribe 5, I can't name them, y'all, because they would get all on me about it. But they know who they are in my Tribe 5. If 10 people call me, you're all in my Tribe 5. Just kidding. My Tribe 5 knows who they are. Um, But as we talk about the Tribe 5, it's about celebrating the ups, the downs, the the successes, the the raises, the job changes, the travel plans, the I wrote a book, I got out of bed, I went to therapy, all those different things. I uh I got out the hospital or I survived COVID or I got over the flu. Or I got over an ex, you know, or I was depressed and I finally came out of that. Or I was, I'm very happy. I made a garden. Uh, all those different things my Tribe 5 and I celebrate. And I want to share this. At least one to two people out of your Tribe 5 should be able to help you when you're down and out. I share this with you because this was a moment that I can truly say I'm very appreciative of my Tribe 5. So, you know, I had financial things I was going through with my unemployment a little bit at the time. And I was waiting for it and hadn't come in yet. And I'm with 13 cents in my bank account, y'all. And even before that, I had a friend that just helped me. And, you know, they did what they needed to do on that. And they, you know, helped me. And I did what I needed to do. And I was responsible about it. And I I appreciate them. And I thank them. And I remember we was on the phone and I cried with them. Because I I said to them... This is where I could never not acknowledge those that have helped me because I know what this is like to struggle and go through having 30 cents in your bank account. And I said, I cried because my friend helped me. And it was just the, the grace and the, grat- and the gratification of, thank you for helping me. You didn't have to do that. And so I, I love sharing that because I knew at the end of this, I would do what I'm doing right now with you all. 
I would go through what I went through and felt what I felt when I had 30 cents in my account. And I got more than 30 cents in my account now. And even with it, and things are paid up it, on, on where they need to be. Yeah. And I feel great about it. But I'm grateful because my Tribe 5, all of them all showed up. And when I was in that space, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't quiet or silent. I let them know what I was feeling and going through. You gotta let people know what you're going through. And I had to be transparent about it because they know if I if the I finally right call it the right people for sure. Yeah. Because you know you got some that just lead you down the straight. Yeah. But for those that I talked to and I spoke to them about and I spoke from the real heart place, we got through it together. And 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 I I thank each and every one of them in my tribe five because my whole tribe five came through more than ever, and it warms my heart to to get that love because I have some that are. Around me that I, I hadn't really talked to about it at all. And or hadn't really checked on me or nothing. And I thank each and every one of them. I thank you all for listening to today's show. Yes. Because this was great and impactful for me. Me too. And um, celebrate celebrate your tribe five. Don't be afraid to call them out and speak to them. And, 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 and give them their flowers as they give you yours. Yes. And do you have a tribe Support five? Them. And if not, how are you going to get it? Yeah. Now remember, everything we talk about here on Envision Shape Create, we want to give you, we want to wet your whistle. We want to give you these, we're planting seeds over here. And it's your job to nourish the ideas that resonate with you. Absolutely. And to grow things into fruition, to change your life, to manifest your best, to um, acknowledge that change is possible. Oh, yeah. That you are deserving of all of the joys that you seek and that there are people out there. Maybe you're the type of person who really hasn't felt like you've met people who you really truly resonate with deeply. Well, keep, keep your heart open, keep your eyes open. Yes. You know, they're, they're out there. There are people out there just like you waiting for you, waiting for you. And we need you and we need you to show up as yourself, as your authentic self. because That is where your gifts are. And if you're unsure of what your gifts are, you might want to start checking some of your exceptionalities, like some of the things that you maybe um, have stood out from the crowd about, you know, and they might have not even been phrased in the most positive of lights as you, you know, depending on um, how you grew up or whatnot, you know, but start checking, start, start there. If you're not sure what gifts you have, um, start with the things that make you a little bit different. That's awesome. Well, I, I hope you all gathered yourselves. Come together. That's right. And I appreciate it. It's been a great show tonight. And the day's been awesome. You all enjoy yourselves. Yes. And enjoy your Tribe Fives. And we're going to talk about some of the happiest places to visit next week. Oh, yes. And we'll yes. talk about synchronicities and manif- manifesting. Manifesting. <laughs> Good night. See you next time. Later.